Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Feeling Your Passion podcast. Today is going to be totally different than kind of what we normally talk about on here. If you've been paying attention to the brand, um, we launched Street this last year. So 509 Street came out, motorcycle gear, and we're working on growing that side of the brand. And hopefully, maybe you found out of us through Street and you have nothing to do with snowmobiling or dirt biking, which would be awesome because, uh, you know, we got a whole new market that's untapped and we're really excited to bring some cool stuff to the table and hopefully some stuff into your household. Um, With that being said... This is a familiar face right here, Andy Berg. You guys have probably seen him on various stuff from the street page to the snow channel uh, and everything in between, even dirt. Andy, at this point, I've been working with you and around you for so many years. What the hell is your actual job title right now? Uh, currently, I am a uh, the street product line manager. Okay, now, so um, it has evolved. Has evolved, yeah. I, um, I started as a designer here about six years ago. Uh, Moved into more of a development role, uh, specifically on the helmets and goggles side of things. Um, And then, um, you know, was really interested in the street side. So now I'm managing that that product line. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You are, um, I mean, you're the guy that I've seen since you started working here. Geez, what, four years ago now or so? I've been here almost six now. Six? Holy crap. Time flies. But you're the one that's always bringing different bikes to work. I mean, you got a garage that needs an extension on it. You got a hell of a collection. (laughs) So it makes sense for you to be in this role because you are the street guy. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun hobby. Well, with all that, like I said, I, I am going to admit to the, the listeners that I'm pretty green when it comes to the street stuff. So I'm going to learn a lot today. And I kind of just want to start things off with like, where did the inspiration for us to even do this come from? You know, who did we see or what type of rider were we looking at that just made sense for our brand historically, what we've been doing to transition into this? You know, it's a, it's a kind of a loaded question. It's a few, few different reasons. Um, As you mentioned, you know, we are, we were born in snow. We've Mm -hmm. evolved into off-road and now street. Um, for the, the followers that, that don't know, 2023 marks our 20, 20th year anniversary, yeah. 509 as a company. Um, so that's 20 years of experience we've been able to design, develop, test, um, learn. All of that knowledge gets applied to everything we move forward with moving forward. So, um, again, being built, born in snow, um, a lot of that falls is revolves around helmets, goggles, technical gear. Um, same with off-road. So... Street was kind of our natural next step that we took. Um, a lot of the same products or similar aspects of these products, such as, you know, safety aspects of helmets. Right. Um, again, apparel, things like that. Um, all um, transition directly into a lot of the same product. So it was, it, I, won't, I don't want to say it was an easy step, but it was uh, kind of a natural step that we, we would do getting into street. Um, another reason we did this is, like you said, working for a motorsports-driven company, um, most of our employees, if not all of our employees, um, are, are hobbyists and, and, you know, are passionate about the motorsports industry. Right. Any, any given workday, you can look in our parking lot and see whether <laughs> dirt bikes load in the back of pickups or motorcycles in the, in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, it's easy to... It's a nice environment. It's a nice environment, <laughs> and it's, it's a little bit easier to design and develop these products because we have, we have rooms of product testers here yeah. that we can apply this knowledge to. Um, that being said, you know, we're not going to build product specifically for these two rooms of employees that we have here. Um, 
our street specific product, we wanted to look at more of kind of this urban, um, urban rider, just your daily commuter, things like that. We're not, we're not going riding from, you know, coast to coast with, with a lot of this gear right now. It's really just your daily rider. Um, you put it on in the morning, we're in the evenings, weekend riding, um, maybe an overnighter, things like that. But, um, you know, we wanted to focus on the, the fun aspect of it, not just, not just Iron butt riders right. type thing. Which, um, in the grand scheme, is probably the ma- majority of riders. Granted, there's so, a lot yeah. of us, and include yeah. yourself, that plan once a summer, some big right. road trip, right? But the majority of you guys are commuting to work or taking the back road and, yeah. you know, just making an extended ride home at the right. end of the workday. Ex- ex- exploring a little bit, you yeah. know? Yep. Um, that being said, you know, this is our first season in street, so we want to get this product out there and learn from our consumers. You know, what um, a lot of our gear that we develop, um, whether it's street or off-road or snow, is um, we build it because we get requests from our, our riders, right. our followers, our consumers. So um, this being our first year, uh, we definitely want to hear from our riders and our, our followers and what do we build next? Yeah. You know, we have, uh, a, a, we'll get into it a little bit more, but we have a pretty small curated line to start and um, we w- we're, we're anxious to see what we want to build next. Totally. That's the cool thing about a platform like this is we actively read all the comments. I mean, we are all ears. The brand wouldn't be where it is today without the fans and the consumers. Absolutely. It's like your voice is the most important thing and the most easily obtainable thing we have is just constantly listening to the consumer and then, you know, building gear around what the consumer wants is there's no point in building it perfectly tuned for us. Like that's just selfish. Exactly. (laughs) Granted, there is a few times I've really wanted a perfectly dialed this or that, but I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's only going to benefit one guy. Right. But it's, but it's also considered, you know, it's not just a full product. Say, you know, someone can request a, uh, a new helmet for instance, right. but we can also get just a little bit of feedback like, you know, we want this kind of strap on right. a helmet or we want this specific zipper. We'll listen to all those comments and build it into a full, fully finalized product. Yeah. yeah. So it comes to life. There's kind of the idea behind it, the direction. What was the process of figuring out, like, what do we come out with first? Because there's a lot of different stuff. You can do, sorry, not, not a lot of different stuff that we currently have, but there's a lot of different options out there right. to enter the market from helmets, jackets, pants, boots, gloves, everything. Right. I, mean, I mean, layering transfers into that. There's so many yeah. casual wear, denim. Um, I mean, yeah, everything that's... down to, you look at some of these big brands down to, to belts. Right. There's There's so many options. So, like, what was the mindset on exactly, hey, which items should we run with first and or are we the most confident and have the most experience to develop something right. that is competitive? Great question. Uh, we would love to build it all, obviously. <laughs> yeah, perfect um, world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because of our experience, um, our experience in the you know function-driven technical product, uh, we wanted to build some of those big, big pieces first um, that help you know, protect or protect their rider the most. Um, so a lot of our small line this first year does uh, revolve around helmets mm-hmm. and jackets. So um, really starting with those big pieces, those big items, and then uh, growing from there. You know, what can we add on? What do, what, what do our riders, riders want after right. that? Um, but yeah, we offer this first year, we're offering three different helmet styles, two jacket styles, um, some other small pieces, but those are our, you know, uh, what we build our, built our name on. The yeah. name on it's our bread sure. and butter is the helmets. Exactly. And then, yeah, you mentioned earlier, just some of the, the product knowledge we have over the years is DOT, ECE, all that stuff 
it's a level playing field, no matter what discipline you're in. Like we all have to pass the same tests. We all have to build stuff that is up to safety spec that goes through the exact same process, no matter what brand you are. So having that background knowledge in that is just like a home run for us to, you know, start with a blank slate, but know the parameters, know what we have to hit, know what is missing, know what's needed. And, you know, hopefully make some rad shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And to your point, you know, we do have to meet, same certifications, but um, some of these helmets, especially especially the ones, say this, you know, some of these helmets, these street helmets right here, um, we want to try to up that safety standard as well. Yeah. So a lot of our street helmets that you see on the road today are DOT-only helmets. Um, in our street, our snow, and our off-road lines, we do add an additional ECE level mm-hmm. certification on those. Um, and really, that's just another level of safety for our riders, um, you know, that helps them feel comfortable riding this, right. wearing, this wearing these pieces. Well, you want to dive into a helmet? Let's do it. Let's do it. Kind of talking up these helmets. Fun part, yeah. You pick first, man. I mean, you know these things inside and out. Sure, Um, sure. These have been Andy's babies for the last few years. Yeah, they take they take some time for sure. Um, Yeah, let's start with the Mach V. Let's do that. This is our uh, kind of our premier flagship helmet um, that we. This is really the helmet that started the street conversation at Five Hundred. To be honest with you. Um, I don't know where our cameras are at here, if they can see this, but you got one right here. Perfect. You got one right here. We're set. We got options. So the Mach V, this guy is our, our flagship helmet, premier helmet. Um, built this again, you know, our, our primary consumer, they, uh, they just want to go out and have fun, twist throttle a little bit, get some, mm-hmm. get some miles, um, see how fast their bike will go. So this helmet is actually built, you know, it's really built for speed. We designed this from the ground up in house, um, aerodynamics in mind, field of view in mind, um, cutting down on the wind noise, providing that comfort for, for your daily commute, whether that, you know, daily commute or weekend ride. So, um, you look at this thing, you know, in your standard riding position, you're, you're sim, you know, give or, give or take, you're right here. Mm-hmm. Um, aerodynamics play a big role in this on cutting down that wind noise. You, you really want to helmets and our jackets. We really just want to communicate the aspect. We don't want the rider to just be thinking about what they're riding right. or wearing. Um, It'd be better if you can just focus on the ride. Don't have to think about the wind noise that you're having in your helmet. Totally. If you have a, a some wind or a cold spot getting through at the armpit of a jacket, we just want to l- try to eliminate all those all those parts. So these are function driven products. Um, thinking of all those issues or problems we can encounter on on a ride and trying to uh, eliminate those. So we have we have um, venting options for this. Whether it's forehead venting, chin bar venting here, our our patent pending Venturi system uh, by five one nine. All this is routed through the ex- or the exterior in the rear. You can close these so they're fully adjustable for your different riding environments. If it's colder out, if it's warmer out, open them up. If it's colder, close them up. Um, what sets that Venturi system apart? Because the first time I heard it, I went, damn, that's some <laughs> serious science. Yeah, so this actually went through, um, this was probably one of the biggest aspects of this helmet was trying to define that and get it all dialed in to where it's not creating that wind noise, but actually doing what we wanted it to. So... The Venturi system is actually, um, I don't know how, we, how good we can get this on cameras, right, but right here. these side kind of fighter fighter jet looking vents systems we have on the side here are actually not vented directly into the helmet. It's not just pulling cold air in to try to cool you down. It's actually a tunnel. So it actually blows through the front, out the rear. And mm-hmm. the only part that goes through into the inside is a small hole in the center where this is actually neck down. So within, within this tunnel on the side is almost an hourglass shape figure where that next down in the center it creates kind of an air turbulence and negative air pressure 
And right behind that hole that is vented into the inside of the helmet, it actually helps to pull that air out rather than forcing it in. So instead of forcing this cold air in to just just cool you down, it actually pulls out that moist air if you're sweating. Yeah. And actually dries you out too. Not just cools you down, but but dries you out. So that that is one of the big big pieces of this helmet. Um, You know, if you have a hot day, if you're you're a street rider and and you're on a hot day, you stop at any stoplight or if, if it's just hot out, you're riding sucks having yeah. a you're just sweaty you're just dripping in there so um that is one of the big issues we wanted to solve with this helmet and um that is our you know our patent pending venturi system I, I feel like i need to cue in the rainbow that goes the more you know the more you know exactly <laughs> knowledge exactly. is power um so that that is you know the, the main venting system in this we do have our standard uh forehead vent things mm-hmm. like that but um there are some parts that uh you know some systems of this subsystems that that you know, set it apart from other helmets. Yeah, and then sure. uh, strictly from visual, the carbon weave in these. I know we've done, we've been doing carbon helmets for years now, and worked with our factories very closely to dial in this carbon weave. And there's a lot of different sizes you can get of carbon weave. Absolutely. And I mean, this thing's like flawless with the gloss finish on it. It is got some sex appeal to it. <laughs> it does. It, I actually, it's funny you brought it up because I remember when we first presented this design to our our manufacturer. Um, they at first thought that it was just going to be a plastic version. Um, we do offer this in a carbon and a ABS injected variant mm-hmm. of this helmet. Carbon is obviously lighter. Um, does have a little bit more of a, you know, sex appeal to it. But <laughs> we presented it and said that we wanted a carbon version, and and they they almost lost their minds because there it is an aerodynamic helmet. But there are some some features of this helmet, such as, such as this venturi system, some of the yeah. angles of this helmet that proved to be rather difficult if you're handling this carbon and um and they pulled it off they've they've done really well yeah so, so moving to the rear here i notice there's some uh rad looking new stuff in the back tie too here in the back yeah so we do have um tying into the aerodynamics of the helmet we have this removable replaceable spoiler and then we do have our exhaust vents in the rear here you see some some reflectors here um we do offer there are reflectors on this helmet as well on this is on the spoiler um, but what these pieces, these removable pieces do, they offer, they open up some more, uh, packaging space for, for future technology if we want to pack it into there. So whether that's turn signals, taillights, right. um, perhaps comms, things like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do say, yeah, yeah, it's a good looking lid. It's, it's really fun. Um, you know, I, I come back and check in with you on what's new, like once a week, I wander yeah. back to Andy's office and seen the different versions of this along you know the path of creating it year after year i mean this thing is when did this start we started this helmet probably three plus years ago to be honest um it's went through some changes some some additions things like that um which extend the timeline but um, we wanted to nail it get this thing perfect yeah i remember seeing uh 3d printed stuff like just all these different versions of it to bring it to what it is today and it's I don't know, I'm like a kid in a candy store going back yeah. there, kind of geeking out, seeing all the parts, things torn apart, just trying different things. You know, it's, I said it earlier, Bill, I'm like, it's kind of like a, a scientist in his, in his laboratory sometimes. There's just all these like almost uh, Frankenstein right. prototypes, but that's what it takes to figure out what works and what doesn't. That's right. That's right. It's, it's, that's half the fun, to be honest, the, the R&D side of it, the research development side of it, but then the all the testing that we do, like I said, we have everyone that works here is passionate about motorsports. So, you know, we do, we do product testing externally, obviously, but, but it's a lot, it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to, 
you know, go to your office, go to your desk, be like, David, can you try this out for us? Yeah. You know? But yeah, rad helmet, super comfy. Field of view is awesome in it. That's a huge bonus. I mean, that's the most important part of your ride is your your view. So it is, and and just another topic on that. So we mentioned the DOT and ECE testing. This is the largest field of view you can actually get on a helmet while still passing both of those requirements. Cool. They um, ECE especially. Um, they set strict requirements on the as how far back you can see on the sides, top and bottom, and we have maxed that out. Nice. Both passes. So, Heck yeah. Well, um, got anything else on this slide or should we move on to the other option? Oh, definitely. Just keep an eye on our social and our sites and for more details on this guy. Yeah. Next one, which is just stealthier than all hell. <laughs> that black shield is, that's it's, a threat right there. It's fun to customize. Yeah. Some of our, our tinted shields. Yeah, um, we got to hit on that too. We, I mean, there's can, a lot of options. Definitely, yeah. We have so we have five, I think, different colored mirrors, tints, colors uh, for each of our our street helmets right now. So we have the smoke you see here on this Mach three carbon. We also offer that for our Mach V. We have um, I think if it's a fire mirror, a sapphire mirror, clear, chrome. We have some options to uh, to customize and make your own helmet unique. Nice. Um, but this is the uh, the Mach three carbon. Um, again, we're, we're showing the carbon, uh, variant here, but, um, a little bit lighter helmet than the Mach V, a little bit more toned down. You don't see the Venturi system we have on the side. Um, this guy, you know, this is very aerodynamic. There aren't a lot of pieces jutting out on this helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, very comfortable for long rides. I've ridden this, you know, for probably three days, long, long weekend. And it's, you don't, you don't even feel it's on there. It's, uh, it sounds super corny, but it looks fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The shape of it, the way that the shield blends into the, the rest of the shell. I mean, it just looks good. The, the chin bar that we, you know, we designed on this guy, it's, uh, it, it helps define that for sure. Yeah. Um, but that chin bar is also functional on directing the air into this, these chin bars we have here. The, or Sorry, not the chin bar, the chin bar vents we have. So similar to the Mach-V, we have chin bar venting um, as well as forehead venting. But these are two-part, so... Again, fully customizable to the the environment, the weather you're riding in that day. Um, if it's cold, close them all the way up. If it's if it's starting to starting to warm up a little bit, just pop them open the first the first yeah. click, the first setting, and uh, you know adjust as necessary. But um, very cool helmet, very very well ventilated. Um, and again, because this is so aerodynamic, there's there's very little wind noise you have yeah. on this helmet. Yeah, I know there were some mixed emotions before on whether or not we should talk about it, but. It was a really cool helmet sitting at the end of the table. Yeah. Do you want to kind of hit on a few? It's, you you kind of hinted at it with yeah. the, you kind of hinted at it with the Mach V there. We could, uh, we could throw a little teaser out. Yeah. A little bit. This, this yeah. is, there's a lot going on. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot going of on. cool stuff going on. Uh, yeah. We'll even have to do a follow up video on this one, but, um, but we teased on Cliff it, notes so. here. Right. Exactly. Looks very similar to the Mach V carbon we have here. It does utilize the same chassis or, or shell design that we have on the, mm -hmm. you know, the Mach V, but we, we mentioned comms and uh, packaging space for future technology and, and options we wanted to see moving forward. But this helmet uh, we did develop in collaboration, partnership with Cardo Communications, global leader in, in oh, yeah. communi motorsports communications. Um, so this was built, designed, developed directly with their with their team. Um that was that was a long process. Well, that's probably what you know extended this timeline on this, <laughs> on this helmet is uh, making sure that the shell, the chassis, all the parts that that this Cardo the Cardo technology entails were dialed and um, still pass additional certification. 
and just make sure everything is safe and, and easy to use and very comfortable for the rider. Right. Um, so again, very, it looks very similar to the Mach-V carbon, but where it differs is this spoiler we have in the rear is now where the all the cardo technology or the brains of the helmet actually live. Um, so within this helmet is actually basically a complete wiring harness you find in a yeah. machine in a car. Um, it's routed from the brains of the spoiler all the way up to this little spot right here where the antenna lives. Um, down to both sides, we have control units, right and left-hand side. Those were thought out. We have our prime control, which is your buttons that you use when you're before you get on the machine. Right. So you have your power, you have your accessory buttons. Turn on, turn on and off a, a tail light or a chase light, if you will. Left side, you can control while you're riding. Still keep your hand on the throttle. That's your volume, your um, answer, make calls, uh, adjust your your Spotify playlist, things like that. Um, so gone are the days of fiddling around with clipping on your your comm system, routing your wires around your pads. Absolutely. Trying to stick some uncomfortable earbuds in there and, uh, you know, dealing with t- taking it all off, remembering to charge it. It's just one less element of one less pain in the ass <laughs> one, yeah, one less in one the seamless ass. package. Exactly. Yeah. Out of the box. Ready yeah. to go. Um, you may want to charge it, give it a full charge, which you have two options. Um, you can charge this while on the machine. Um, you'd have to hook up to your battery if you would, um, but there is a charging port directly on the spoiler, so you can charge in your garage, charge in your house before you, before and after your ride, and you're set to right. go for a full day riding. And this, correct me if I'm wrong, is now a tail light as well. It's a chase light, exactly. Yeah, so you can turn it on and off. Um, we could just give a little teaser here. Ooh. So we do have a tail light on, and you can turn that off. You have a passenger. You have someone that rides close behind you. It's just annoying at that point. They can, yeah. You can you can turn it off. It's it's fully customizable by the rider. So. So all powered through the internal battery. Uh, internal 900 milliamp battery. Yep, directly on there. For the comms, taillight, everything. Yep, yeah. exactly. And with, with the taillight on, uh, the chase light on, and the comms activated, you can still, summer months, you can ride up to 10 hours, wow. 10, 12 hours riding. Yeah, that's with plenty that, of time. You're probably battery. ready to stop riding after that Exactly. Point. exactly if the yeah. battery dies, it's probably your sign to pull over and exactly. check into a hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call it a day. But well, that, um, like you said, cliff notes, yeah. um, more to come. Okay. Yes. Noted. Yeah, you're going to be seeing those really, really soon. I believe pre-order might be an option right now. Don't quote me on that. But uh, yeah, just dial in a few things here and it's going to be ready to show up at your door. Absolutely. Yeah, keep an eye out for those. Like I said, pre-order, I think, available soon. Um, But we're building them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that one's super cool, dude. I mean, that I know when we first started this discussion and kind of said what was the goal. You know, we didn't really mention this, but this definitely was probably the top of the mountain. Yeah, that's that's kind of our pinnacle piece. And again, this all is focused around just solving issues, solving problems for a rider, um, whether that's ventilation, whether that's field of view, whether that's eliminating that pain in the ass of putting putting on an aftermarket comms yeah. device um even those comms devices you know they they produce wind noise as well so getting it all packed in there all dynamic with the mm-hmm. shell built in out of the box it just it just solves some of those problems well it looks rad nice job team yeah exactly <laughs> i know there's it didn't happen overnight no, at there's, all there's uh, many many people involved in that. many many years involved yeah, in that absolutely too. development of that helmet um uh, i know we don't have any physically here um but you want to kind of hit on jackets as well? Sure. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any here, but we do, um, like we mentioned earlier, we do, We are offering two jackets to start this mm-hmm. first season. Again, kind of a small 
curated little uh, collection. Um, Want to get into the hands of people, see what they think, see if they want to build more things like that um, or something else. But two jacket options. We have our at one jacket, and then we have a one down, five up. Um, our at one jacket is a full top to bottom, um, 1.1 millimeter, millimeter genuine leather. Um, no perforation, just all full bodied leather. Um, both jackets do have a removable vest option. So again, a lot of this, one of these issues we're trying to solve is just extending the, the riding season for our, for our riders. So, um, early, early riding season, late riding season, keep that vest in, stay warm. Otherwise just tear it out in the middle of summer. Um, whether the vest is in or or out, we do offer the same kind of stash pockets inside YKK zippers on throughout on both these jackets, whether Mm -hmm. that's center, center zip, wrist zippers, um, all your hand pockets, everything like that is all YKK. Uh, we've been working with YKK for forever now on all of our snow and off-road gear. And and they've just, they've just, uh, proven to be the best. Um, let's see what else. So our, our one down or our at one jacket, uh, both, I guess both jackets, they are, um, pre-curved sleeves, articulated fit on these. Uh, we've built in, we don't want to really paint ourselves into a corner on, on the, the types of riding or the, the type mm-hmm. of motorcycle you're riding. So um, we've built, we've spent probably the most time on building, we have some stretch accordion panels kind of in the rear outer uh, shoulder blade armpit area. Yeah. So it accommodates all types of riding and riding positions. That's probably our, our favorite part of both these jackets. Um, whether you're, you're kind of hunched over on more of a, a crotch rocket style bike or, or more of a cruiser sitting up style. Um, it's just comfortable. You're again, you're trying to eliminate the, any pain points or, or hot spots you're feeling on a jacket and just forget you're even, totally. even wearing the thing. So that's what we're trying to do with both these jackets. Uh, probably the biggest difference of these jackets though, the one down five up jacket is more of a, um, it's a textile slash leather hybrid. So a little bit warmer weather style riding jacket. We have more perforation on there. We have a textile um, built into the kind of the center or the chest area and the center back shoulder blade panel area that does allow a little bit more wind wind flow. So cool you down. Um, and then perforation as well, just is a little bit cooler than just full bodied leather. So, um, that's probably the main difference of the two. Um, the one down five up a few other aspects. We didn't include a, a neck closure like we do on the at one jacket. Yeah. It's a little bit more casual style. Looks just as good on the bike as it does off. Um, so you can wear it into the, the restaurant, wear it into the yeah. bar, what have you. As simple as it sounds, I, I just love some of the naming that we yeah. come up with here. The one down five up, I mean, speaks for itself. If you know, you know. Yeah. Yep. And then the uh, at one, where'd that one come from? That is that is kind of following this um, ideology, I guess, of trying to just make the rider uh, forget they're even wearing a, yeah. a protective or a safety safety garment. It's you're just you're at one with the bike yeah. and, and your environment. You're not thinking about how hot or how cold you are in a jacket or, or some wind noise that, or a squealer or something like that in the helmet that you can't get rid of. You just forget you're wearing these required safe safety aspect totally. or products. And, uh, you're just, you're at one with the riders, you know? Yeah. That, that's half the fun is naming some of the stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, dude, it's cool to have a story behind the name. Right. It, you know, you right. could just say a level one jacket, level two, and be like, oh, right. all right, that just tells me one's better than the other or yeah. one's more expensive than the other, whatever it is. But if you put a cool twist on it that either paints a picture in your mind or, you know, you read a little paragraph about where the inspiration came from, it's just so cool. Yeah. It just makes it that much more enjoyable for everybody. I uh, I actually remember in the earlier talks of our, um, you know, of, of building, starting this Build Street product and and are we going to go down this this channel um 
we kind of started formulating a, a street team internally here, product marketing, sales, everything mm-hmm. different like that. And uh, we were kind of doing just a little focus group. Um, and we all got this this email or this this form you have to fill out. And um, what is, you know, what it, would 509 Street mean mean to you? And I, I forget who had, you know, written it down, but it was it's like it's being at one with, with the machine and, and, you know, your environment. It's, yeah. um, it's just kind of getting in that zen and, you know, forgetting, forgetting, your troubles, forgetting what you're wearing, things like that, but just kind of focusing on the ride because you have to. That's yeah. that's how to be safe on, you know, you have to be aware of what's around you. But um, someone wrote that, so we were reading just these in, yeah, in our in our meeting, and it's like at one, like that's, someone said that's a good name for product, so yeah. stuck. You know? That's cool. Yeah. yeah, you'll see a lot of that throughout our lines in general, from snow to dirt, everything. There's kind of either a fun play on words or something that, you know there's more of a story to right you know yeah. like uh it's just that's not a normal name it's like there's got to be a backstory behind yeah. that and so if you ever see those like poke at us and we'll tell you the story absolutely They're little there's some eggs. fun ones scott over in design is the king of either punny names or really creative outside the box names and i mean for the last 10 years he's been naming stuff yep. and there's some funny ones You're getting better that, Thank to him, if, if you ask him about it, it's usually the most ridiculous story you've ever heard. Right. But it somehow makes sense. Yeah. Either either you know or it's it's great if our, our followers have to look something up. Like, yeah. What, that, what does that name mean? Yeah. And then they, they find out. So, totally. Yeah, totally. Adding some fun. Well, I'm looking over here. I know uh, we've done collabs in the past. We've done, um, whether it's with athletes, uh, different brands, YouTube channels, everything. Uh, Cardo, for example, and then continuing that theme in street, uh, looks like we've done one rad. Co- I think this is my favorite thing. This collab, this yeah. with White's boots making this boot. Um, you can kind of kick it off, and then I'll give my two cents on why I think it's super rad. Yeah, well, like you said, David, we've done some very fun, very awesome collaborations in the in the past, and and with street, um, that's something we want to definitely continue doing. Um, it just adds a, another fun little element to it, but. One thing we do, um, you know, vet out when we when we choose a, a partner or someone to do a collaboration with is, you know, how what how good is their product? Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Cardo they are the leaders in outdoor communications. Um, Whites they are one of the the few remaining um, boot makers cobblers in the United States. They've been making boots here in Spokane. Um, just like five Since or nine. When I look at that box over there, doesn't it say somewhere 18 something? 1850s. Like 1850s. Not 1950s. Like going 1850s. on 200 years yep. ago almost. Yep. Um, they're still made here here in Spokane. You know, we can get there in 10 minutes. Yeah, by it's, hand. It's crazy. By hand. It's it's wild. Um, you know, if you've seen some of our social on this, some of the, the processes they use to make these boots, it's, yeah. it's just wild to see. Well, that's exactly what I was going to hit on why this is my favorite. I, I went to... The factory with you were there, right? Yeah. 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 Which, like you said, is 10 minutes down the road and kind of, I don't know, just historically expecting really modern machinery, right. you know, kind of fast process. Like, okay, 20 minutes later, you got a boot done. You hit a button and. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I shot a video. If you guys look on the, the 509 uh, motorcycle page, um, you'll see this little video of kind of start to finish of our boot being made. And dude, I was blown away by the time i left there i was like i I need a pair of these absolutely the craftsmanship the attention to detail i mean it starts as a blank sheet of leather yeah and i'm laying around somewhere but 
down to stamping it out. Everything, every single element on it is by some machinery that looks like it's going to take all your fingers off at any given moment. And it's a hundred years old or more, and they're still utilizing it, still fixing it. The coolest thing I heard was they have like a machine shop in town that custom makes parts because they just don't exist. There's no such thing as parts yeah. for some of these machines they use. The tools are over a hundred so years the, old. Yeah, they're like yeah. 3D modeling it to fix them and keep using them. Yes, they could get something more modern, but they are true to who they are and kind of keeping an old, an old a, a dying trade around, you know. Yeah. And, dude, I was just absolutely blown away by the process. It, it was so awesome to see in person from start to finish. I, I agree. It's it's not button pushing. It's there, an art. There, there are... are People at every station, everyone has their their fingers wrapped up in tape, yeah. <laughs> and like they are, yeah, they're they're craftsmen. Yeah, it's fun to fun to watch. So, so like like we mentioned on Cardo and Whites, that we we choose leaders in the industry to to work with. Um, we make boots as well, but um, Whites has been making boots for almost two hundred years. Yeah, and we got uh, a few years on us exactly, and um and they've made motorcycle boots. Um, they've collabed with other companies on motorcycle boots. They know what they're know what they're doing mm-hmm. so um that was an exciting uh, project we worked on with them also for a little while and um we're really happy with this product why did we go with this style like because if you dig into whites i mean there's so many so variations many, yeah. of boots because like you said 200 years you've uh, figured a thing out or two about yeah. boots um we chose this style um similar to this this one down five up jacket we wanted something that um was maybe a little bit more Casual as well. It's still obviously a, a leather protective boot. It's got ankle protection. It's you know it's it's a well built uh, boot. But um, we wanted something that was maybe not like a, a boot you see at the track. You know, it's uh, this is something you can wear on and off the bike. Like I said, our, our rider, if there's just a commuter, uh, a weekend rider, take it like to that. the job site, whatever. Yep, yep, I'm wearing a set right now. So, yeah. yep, there. Um, that's that's the reason we cho- went that direction. Um, this this boot is actually built off of a similar, very similar style that Whites builds themselves, uh, the the Perry. So it's just a standard mock toe boot. Um, we chose a lot of our hardware, some of the other you know materials that that make it more custom. But um, this is a very you know it's just a very comfortable everyday boot that mm-hmm. you can wear. So yours are cool once once they're broken in and seeing them you know the leather kind of get worked into yeah. place and everything. Yeah. I mean it just transforms the boot. Yeah, they they patina. It's ever well. changing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you uh, you get a few rides on them and start noticing the certain kind of wear spots where you're shifting, where you're you're rubbing against a, a yeah. peg or something like that. It's uh, it's it's a it's a neat transition. And these are ready to go, right? These are rocking and rolling. You could be these are for sale. You could be yep. wearing these next week. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, which reminds me, I need to finally order a pair. Yeah, get them <laughs> quick because we we made a limited run of these actually to start, but um. But yeah, they are. They've been a great partner. Again, they're they're experts when it comes to to boot making. Um, so we're looking we're looking forward to uh, some more partnerships with them in the future. Yeah, and if you are in the North Idaho, Eastern Washington area, passing through, you should stop in there. I mean, it is it is cool. It is a very they're cool pretty spot. friendly, and I'm sure if a little sweet talk, and you could say we sent you, and maybe get yeah. a little behind the scenes because, yeah. like I said, I mean it's it's like watching art in motion. It, it is, and even their showroom is cool to yeah. see. I mean, they have they have older older boots. They have some of their boots from like the earlier days that they just are on display. Yeah, um, you know they made their their name in in the logging industry, logging and and fighting wildfires in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. So some of their old boots are just wild. They have you know three quarter inch one inch spikes on the bottom of some of these for some of their wildfire booting yeah. fire fighting boots, but the stuff they make is 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 cool. Yeah, so it's gonna handle 
shifting a dirt bike. It can handle. Or sorry, a motorcycle. Yeah, it can handle a, a rubber shift knob. Yeah. 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 They're they're built for life. But yeah. Andy, you might just need to jog my memory if I'm overlooking anything because I'm digesting a lot as we speak also, yeah. which is great because you're killing it with information here. But is there but, anything else either kind of to keep your eyes on or anything current? Just fill me in if I'm missing anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, we are always, you know, this is our first season, pretty small curated collection, but we do, we are, we're actively, uh, you know, getting more information and feedback from our consumers every day, our riders. A lot of the skiers already there and a lot of it's been sold. Um, but some of the pieces we are going to continue to grow are these big, big item pieces. So helmets, these safety aspects or safety products that you do need from these larger products, we, we plan to continue building out more of our head to toe kit um, to be able to offer any piece of garment that you need right. for, a, for a motorcycle ride. So gloves is, is something that we're really working to build on a lot more of this technology that we've, we've five and nine's built their name on in, in the snow and off road um, industry. Uh, some more of this innovative innovation technology comms devices, more lighting. If, if, if a rider wants it, mm-hmm. um, continue pushing more jackets, um, tactical apparel, essentially. So layering up, if you do want to extend your season to late riding, early riding, um, we'll be able to offer more more layering options for you, um, like like we offer in snow and off road. You know, yeah. we've um, we've perfected a lot of these products, so it's really just dialing dialing them in to uh, better fit or better suit the needs of a street, product, right? You know, essentially. So we have we have the experience, we have the knowledge, we have the the testing all figured out. It's just um, what do our street riders want and need? Totally. And what are we going to do next? Totally. And it's becoming more and more accessible to every single day for you to check out. I know we just took on X amount of dealers that have this stuff in-house. Um, you know, it's it's one thing ordering something online, but it's pretty cool to go in and touch it and feel it yourself and try it on. So just like anything else we make, uh, we have a dealer locator on our website that will show you where dealers are that currently are stocking the street line. Yeah. Um, and I push anybody and everybody to either go to an event that we're at or go to their dealer and I mean, fit function, everything, how it, how it works for you is the number one thing. Absolutely. And I take zero offense if somebody says just doesn't work for me. We're all different shape. Yep. You know, everybody's head. We talk about this on the goggle side of the dirt and snow is everybody's bridge of their face, their, their cheekbones, their nose, their forehead, everything's, different yeah so like make sure it works for you and and hopefully it works great because i know the the production side of it is awesome and the quality is you know it's there that that and come visit us you know if you find yourself totally. in the pacific northwest go check out white stopping here and and we can help you with a lot of those questions too like you said everyone's head is shaped different so if a helmet you put on is fits great up here and feels a little tight on the cheek pads or something, we can help you dial it. You can fine tune them. Yeah. There's options there with different pads. Yeah. Yeah. Good solid little plug there. Yeah. Our 509 X lab is open here. And if you ask nicely, Andy will probably wander back there. If you listen to this right here and you really want to talk to Andy for better or for worse, he will most likely come through the door and answer your question. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and, and if you don't find yourself here, um, we do have an amazing customer service team that can help you with the same thing. They can help you dial in a piece of, you know, whatever product it is to help suit your needs and yeah. fine-tune it for you if we can. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, and please leave feedback. I mean, that's the coolest part is, like, we listen to you guys, and you can 
essentially be involved in the design process or at least yes spark the ideas of what's to come in the future. So yeah. uh, you guys and gals mean everything to the brand in, in any discipline we're doing, snow, street, off-road. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason you're making stuff is exactly. for people to be pumped on it and wear it every single day and, and keep coming back for more because it's, they know it's going to work. Yeah. That, and that's, that's huge. You know, it's, we do have a, we have a great team here um, everywhere from design to sales to marketing, everyone um, that ha- plays a huge part in this process, but most of the designs, you know, they do come from feedback, whether from our riders, our ambassadors our just our followers, you know, every, like you said, we read every comment put yeah. it, and put it to good use. Well, in the meantime, before we wrap it up, I'm just kind of doing this off the cuff right now. This was not planned. But if you made it this far and you're interested, and like I said, we do read the comments. If you leave a comment on YouTube, I will queue it up for Spotify where you can leave a comment. I feel like we should give something away. I think we should. I don't know what. Um, Yeah, floating around. I mean, a helmet would be cool. It's looking pretty stealthy. Yeah, we'll decide which yeah. helmet. We'll do a helmet, okay? Deal. Yeah. Don't know which one yet. Maybe I'll leave it in the description by the time we upload this and I decide which helmet it is. But what do you want to see? Like, what interests you? Are you stoked on what you're seeing here? Um, yeah, we're all ears. So if you're on YouTube, leave that comment. If you're on Spotify, leave the comment. There'll be a little Q&A spot there to fill it out. And we'll just pick somebody and hook you up with a helmet and shoot you a message. And maybe your idea... Turns into something, perfect. you know, that stokes out a bunch of other people as well. We'd love to make it. So That's right. Andy, you got any closing things I'm missing here? Like I said, I am all ears on this one today, which has yeah. been great. You've, you've killed me with knowledge here. No, David, you, you, you hit it on the head. Like I said, that's, that's the biggest takeaway I want our followers to get, our, our riders to get, is if they want to see something built or designed, let us know. Um, like I said, we're, we're, this is a pretty small curated line to start, but, um, we want to grow this thing. And we, we, you know, we have, we have our options. We have ideas that, that we've already went down the, the path on. We're, we're already building some product, but, um, we have a lot more to build. So, um, any, you know, any feedback or, uh, recommendations that our followers have, let us know and totally. we'll, we'll do what we can to build it. Well, thanks, dude. You're a wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. There's a That's reason fun. I wander into your office frequently with questions because yeah. you 99% of the time have the answer. It's fun. And uh, yeah, this has been awesome. I'm glad to see this come to life finally. I know it's been uh, a labor of love for you for years and yeah. it's finally at the consumer level. It's fun um, to see. Ever changing and growing and evolving. But uh, thanks, Andy, for taking the time. I need to tell the marketing team that they have to approve this helmet because I already committed to it. Yep. So <laughs> we're, we'll give away a helmet to somebody. But uh, yeah, if you guys, like I said, are listening on Spotify and Apple, as always, appreciate the hell out of the five-star reviews because that just pushes this in the algorithm and gets more of you to, to listen to us ramble about who knows what. And on YouTube, uh, you know, comments are awesome. We reply and read to everything we can, and I appreciate you guys pushing it there. Getting pumped just like we are and got something to listen to on the drive to work or headed out to go ride. So looking forward to that. And, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks again. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, David. You are the man. Likewise.